Hi there, and welcome to the Pursuit of Wholeness podcast. My name is Sally Twelman, and I am obsessed with all things wellness. The basics like food, nutrition, and fitness, and all the other things that help us feel well and be our best, like mind-body medicine, meditation, breath work, mindfulness, thought work, and some more tangible things like finding balance and creating better habits and figuring out how to do all the things so that we can feel our best as women, as mothers, and as multifaceted humans. Believe me, I understand this balancing act because in addition to being a dietitian and an integrative wellness coach, I am also a mom of three busy kids. I'm just trying to do my best every day, but I'm super excited you're here as I share my knowledge and experience and as we seek and learn together how to feel well, be healthy, and live a fulfilling life in our own pursuit of wholeness. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. So this is a companion episode to what I talked about last week. And last week, I talked all about stress, anxiety, and how that triggers emotional eating. Also last week, I talked about how what you eat can really influence how you feel, how much stress you have, how much anxiety you have. And then also there are foods that you can eat that will really help you manage that. So let's first just dive a little bit into the connection between stress and eating. So there is definitely a connection between when you are feeling stressed, you overeat, you people gravitate towards sugary foods, high fat foods, comfort foods. There is also a a connection between sometimes the things that we eat and we drink will help us or will make us feel more anxious and will also cause us to have a more dysregulated emotional landscape. I talked about the emotional landscape last week where I was saying how whenever we are managing stress, we have to have really a two-pronged approach. We have to have things that we can do in the moment to help us feel better. And then we also have to work on decreasing our overall stress landscape. So what this basically means is stress can go from one to 10, one being you're feeling great, 10 being you're feeling like overwhelmed, so worried about completely freaking out. (laughs) And so if you are living at a two or three, that's your baseline stress level, anxiety level, and something happens and it bumps you up three points, you're at a six, which doesn't feel great, but that's that's manageable. You're not totally freaking out. If you live at a six, on the other hand, you're constantly worried all the time. You're super stressed all the time. When something bumps you up three points, you're at a nine. Feels very different. Feels very not manageable. And so, and it's also hard to be self aware when you're at those higher levels because your frontal lobe actually turns off and you're living in your survival mechanism brain. And that keeps us from making choices that are really more aligned with 
our goals and what we really want to be doing. So we have to have, whenever we feel activated or triggered, we will sometimes go to foods and drinks that will make us feel better. Unfortunately, sometimes those foods and drinks will cause us to be in this cycle of they make us feel better temporarily, but over time, they actually increase our worry, anxiety, all of that stuff. So what are those foods? First, let's talk about caffeine. And let me be very clear. I'm telling nobody to cut out coffee. (laughs) I myself love my coffee. I'm drinking coffee right now. But having too much of it, especially for some people, can cause us to feel jitterier and really increase our blood pressure and anxiety. So caffeine is a stimulant. It's found in coffee, tea, energy drinks, soda, some chocolate. It increases our heart rate, our blood pressure, and this will lead to jitteriness and anxiety. It also it can mess with our sleep cycles and sleep is so, so important in getting good quality sleep is so important in managing stress and helping us have a bigger buffer when new stressors come on. Caffeine also leads to the, rele- the release of cortisol. Cortisol is the stress hormone and this can really intensify some of our feelings of Um, worry, and anxiety. Another of the culprits is alcohol. We all know that alcohol is a depressant. It makes us feel better. It makes us um, feel more relaxed. But alcohol actually depresses the brain. And so this in small doses can help us feel better temporarily. But when your brain is constantly being depressed, what do you think that does to your overall landscape? And so people will emotionally eat because they feel anxious, but they will also do it to feel better. And so drinking too much definitely impacts the depressive symptoms that you may feel. Alcohol also impairs judgment, it impairs emotional regulation, and overall, if you overconsume, it can help make it difficult to cope with stressors effectively. So definitely drink in moderation for sure. And then also notice when you are turning to alcohol to manage your feelings because that is not actually helping you feel better long-term. It's just pushing those feelings down. And just like you have probably heard before, when you don't deal with feelings, when you don't really get to the underlying root cause and you continually push those feelings down, they will come out eventually. (laughs) And it's either an external lashing or an internal lashing. So really figuring out what is causing you to manage your life, emotions, using alcohol and food, this will help you so immensely feel better overall. The next food that we often turn to when we are feeling stressed are high sugary foods. And this causes, like I have talked about in many episodes before, 
having high sugar foods causes spikes in blood sugar. And these fluctuations can lead to mood swings, irritability, and feelings of more stress. It actually can increase cortisol. They also having too much sugar increases chronic inflammation. And when we have more inflammation throughout the body, our body also releases some of these ways to combat that that stress stressor. And so this will cause a, it's just a cycle. This will cause us to feel worse. So we eat more sugar, then this increases inflammation. It also causes our mood to be more dysregulated. And it's just this on and on and on thing. So noticing when we are turning to high sugary foods will really help us to get ourselves off this cycle and help us feel more regulated. So the three things that really are culprits in perpetuating and increasing more stress and anxiety, caffeine, alcohol, and high sugary foods. So what are the foods that you can use to nourish your body, manage stress, and help to limit emotional eatings? First, it is choosing complex carbohydrates for your carbohydrates. So these are things like whole grains, like oats, brown rice, quinoa, legumes, beans, which I've talked about before, are some of the most underrated foods. And these complex carbohydrates, they help to increase your serotonin production. Serotonin is one of the neurotransmitters that helps us feel well and relaxed. Dopamine is the neurotransmitter that is the reward. It makes us feel good. Serotonin helps us feel well and relaxed. So also complex carbohydrates are going to have fiber, which helps to support our GI bacteria. And that is so important. Having healthy GI bacteria helps us have a more regulated nervous system. The next is more vegetables. So especially green leafy vegetables, spinach, kale, these green leafy vegetables have so many nutrients, including magnesium, which helps to regulate our cortisol levels and also promotes a calming response. Also with the fiber, helping to feed our GI bacteria, give our GI bacteria all of the polyphenols and other good things that they need to be healthy. Next are having lots of fatty fish in your diet, salmon, mackerel. These are high in omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3 fatty acids are super anti-inflammatory and have been proven through research and science to help reduce anxiety and depression. Next are getting lots of nuts and seeds. So almonds, walnuts, chia seeds, flax seeds, these are packed in so many nutrients like magnesium, B vitamins, healthy fats, and this helps our nervous system and helps us reduce stress. Berries, number five, are so important. Uh, so blueberries, strawberries, they are rich in antioxidants, they which help us to combat the oxidative stress that is caused by chronic stress. It also helps to protect our brain cells, berries. <laughs> so good. Next is avocado. I love avocado. I know avocado is actually kind of polarizing. Some people 
hate avocado. I love it. And it's so easy to put on so many different things. It's a great source of of monounsaturated fat, and these help to regulate our cortisol levels. They are, are also high in potassium, which helps to regulate our blood sugar. I love adding probiotic-rich foods, fermented foods like Greek yogurt. Probiotic-rich foods help to get good bacteria into our GI tract. And like I have said before, like I said earlier, really helping to support your GI tract and your good bacterial health will help to regulate your nervous system and help you feel better. Next is turmeric. Turmeric is a powerful spice because it contains a phytochemical called curcumin. Curcumin is a really, really powerful anti-inflammatory and antioxidant substance. This will help to reduce symptoms of depression, anxiety, and also decreases overall inflammation throughout the body. Dark chocolate. Hallelujah. So getting dark chocolate and having dark chocolate, and when I say dark chocolate, at least 70% uh, cocoa will stimulate the production of the calming response hormones like serotonin and also endorphins. And last but certainly not least, and I think sometimes people forget this, is drinking herbal teas. So herbal teas can be very soothing, but they also have some phytochemical, some bioactive properties that are really great for stimulating calm and helping your body reduce stress overall and also promote relaxation. So some of my favorite herbs are things like chamomile tea, lavender tea, valerian root tea. Be careful with the valerian root tea. This will make you sleepy. (laughs) Also, green tea is so important in so many different ways. It will help you. It's such an important anti-inflammatory substance that it's good to have green tea most days. And in fact, I try to have green tea every day. Sometimes it doesn't happen, but um, it is something that I try to do, especially when I get home in the afternoons and I am feeling a little more stressed. I will have one of these teas because I'm trying to not go into the pantry and snack or grab some peanut butter or whatever I will typically do. So those are just some really great foods that will help you not only help your GI bacteria stay healthy, but also help to give you the nutrients that your body needs to produce all of the feel-good relaxation chemicals that will help you feel more regulated. So I hope this was really helpful to you. I really want it to be a companion piece to my podcast from last week where I talked all about stress management and how that impacts uh, emotional eating. So go back and listen to that. But I hope you have found this episode really helpful because there are things that maybe you can stop eating or drinking or reduce And then also things that you can really intentionally add to your diet to help you feel 
really well. And that's my goal for you. And I actually have two really helpful handouts that I think you might like to help with this very thing. So the first is all about mindful eating as a tool to help you manage emotional eating. And the next is a three-day Mediterranean diet plan. Both of these will help first with the mindful eating piece to help you reduce feeling overwhelmed. And the next is how do you pack your diet with some really healthy, nutrient-dense foods? And I have a whole three-day meal plan with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So you have an idea of what the Mediterranean diet looks like. So go check those out. I will have links below. You can also search my website for mindful eating and then also search it for the Mediterranean diet. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have found this super helpful. And if you have, share it with a a friend. Pass the good news, right? (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today. I am always honored to spend this time with you. And as always, I wish you so much health and happiness on your own pursuit of wholeness. I'll see you next time. Bye.